Where Ideas Launch, the podcast for the unexpected innovator. We are all incredibly creative, but maybe we've forgotten how. I've spent my career working with people from more than 150 countries, traveling the world, and experiencing cultures. And what I found? Creativity is everywhere. We've got a gargantum challenge facing us, as we need to redesign a more sustainable planet. This podcast explores modern-day innovation in the age of sustainability. I'll interview some of the most prolific thinkers, creators, and educators on their journey to create sustainable incomes and businesses. My guests and I will teach you how to be creative, create business models, and explore curiosity with the courage to level up in your career. Join me every Wednesday for a new edition of Where Ideas Launch, the podcast. Welcome to our episode. There are a few times in your life when you meet someone that you know will change your life. And this is what Danny Wallace has done for me. Danny Wallace is a former serial self-saboteur, having grown up on the council estates of Preston. Danny has survived the adversity of domestic violence, homelessness and single parenthood to become a leading voice in empowerment around the UK. Danny uses her knowledge of both traditional employment in the corporate sector and self-employment in the entertainment industry to deliver memorable, inspirational and thought-provoking talks. Through her world-class courses, masterminds and VIP experiences, Danny helps people all over the world create incredible talks that help them stand powerfully on stage, reaching more of their ideal audiences. Fearless leader of the I Am The Queen Bee movement and creator of the Fly Anyway Foundation, Danny helps people the world over show up, wise up and rise up, and is a reminder to anyone who enters her orbit that they too, regardless of their journey, can fly anyway. We have recorded a two-part series for you. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to part two of my interview with Danny Wallace. So you were running, you were running a charity event. And, yeah, the big festoon. Um, <laughs> the big festoon, and someone decided to flag you for not being inclusive, or she felt that you weren't being inclusive enough. And that week, like I'll just tell a little bit my story in that week. I mean. Please. All sorts of things were happening in that week that I wasn't ready to deal with, yeah. right? So all of a sudden, it's like people people have been, you know, impacted by racism all of my life. Um, yeah. But in that week, something happened. There was there was a shift. There was a movement that that just broke things, and in a good way. <laughs> um, but what I saw and what I experienced that week, at least online, was a lot of women like me coming out and speaking their truth, and. I'm not used to hearing that or speaking it, you know, and, and I felt so uncomfortable that week. I remember thinking, like, I can't handle this. Like, like every story that I read or I, I, I heard, I wanted to cry. Like, like it, was, it was just such a powerful week in terms of getting connected with things that you've been suppressing for so long. So I, I empathize with that lady who got on your case and you will get to tell the story, but I empathize with her because I recognize that even I didn't know the best way to deal with feeling oppressed. So if you can speak about that. I absolutely can. And it's really um, uh, not my place to kind of fill up and get emotional for you and with you, but it's because you're my friend and I love you. Um, But that, so that week, I'd put on a charity event. Now, what I'd, um, I, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse and 
often watch the media with regards to what's being commented about it because I am an ally and a spokesperson when it comes to things that happen in the news. So, for example, I'll go and speak on Channel 5 about it when, you know, there are no refuge spaces and what have you. So I'd noticed in the news that there was an increase by 700%. So we were seven weeks into lockdown and the, the increase was 700% in terms of domestic abuse. And I was like, yes. whoa sat here in my ivory tower thinking I can do something here. I'm going live every day anyway, so I'm going to make this happening. So what I did is from my bedroom <laughs> is I created a charity event to raise money for domestic violence charities, Women's Aid and Gallup. And uh, I was interviewing 24 people. It ended up being 25 people plus 25 sponsors. So I was like interviewing 50 people over the course of 12 hours to raise money yeah. for charities. Now, it is something that I have been making a conscious effort to work on for a couple of years now to make sure that the things that I do are um diverse or we have that in the in the middle of what of, of what we think as about a core we, value as, absolutely a real core value so when I was creating the lineup or trying to scrabble together in a couple of weeks, this lineup, I'm thinking, right, so it's really important. This isn't tokenism. I just wanted to make sure we had a diverse spread of people. So I didn't want a full lineup of white people because it's yeah. wrong. Like it, it wasn't, that's not right. So, um, we had members of the black community, we had uh, members of the Asian community, members of the Jewish community, we had disabled people, members of the LGBTQ community. But you can imagine that's quite broad yes um but i thought i'd done okay and like i never should just pat myself on the head and go yes good job daniela <laughs> but that week that very week was the week that george floyd was murdered and that week was the week when really the lift the 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 lid was really lifted off the conversation as he's writing proper yes. about um moving things forward and how should we move things forward but when you when you rip a plaster off something that you are never allowed to expose there's hurt there yes. and there's pain there and you know yes. you experienced it yourself and exactly. you know being um being a friend of, of of so many members of the black community and being an ally and really sitting there and just trying to hold space was all that I could do was just hold some space that week um, you know, go and stand side by side with my brothers and sisters and siblings and go and, you know, speak as a white ally and do all of those. Things. Just try and hold that space because it was painful. But um, I'd done this event because I was thinking, do I pull the event? Like, is it even right that I do it? And I just think, well, no, because there are still lots of other people that need helping right now. And they are also members yeah. of the black community that are victims of domestic abuse. So I would be exactly. silly if I was yes. going to stop all of this now. So yes. what I did is I made a conscious effort on the day. I was like, made sure that we spoke about this with all of our guests, made sure that, you know, we were sharing relevant things on the day. Um, but some somebody really, and it was only really one person, but it was enough that from a real place of hurt was like, your lineup is not diverse. In yeah. fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a smear campaign and say that actually you've, with one of the things that was said is this woman has just raised the confederate flag and i was like what, what? what? i definitely oh haven't because like, because there's a difference between accepting that there's more to be done and yeah. something being just wrong yes. so again yes. but 
as a white person at that time, it's not my place to start going, well, actually, there's <laughs> so much pain. Like, what? What yeah. even is my pain in that? It's nothing. So it was yeah. all I could do was kind of absorb what it is that this, this yes. person was saying. And yeah. this person was trying to create, like, at me and just yeah. sit there and hold steady and say to my audience, look, yes, there was more that I could have done. Yeah. There's more, of course there's more that I could have done. But yeah. I don't know what else to do. So what I'm going to do going forward is just keep trying my best that's all I can do and look for ways to move forward together and you Mm. reached out and you were so kind to me that day because I was in bloody bits and Mm. feeling guilty for being feeling guilty for being in bits because so many of my black friends were it's not it's pain isn't even the right word is it it's not it's it's generational like rage and hurt and and yeah it's it's such a complicated emotion like I I I don't think I felt something like that I mean I felt a lot of things in my life but I think I've not felt a kind of coming out the way I felt it in that week right Um, that it was a release and I remember taking an action in that week that was probably overdue for six months, right? Because right. of an, an experience that I'd had. And I took action in that week saying, I will never, I will never work with this person or I will never do this again. <laughs> you know, but but it it takes it took that. It took that moment of of realizing, hey, you know, this is meant to be a balanced playing field for everyone. You know, it's like and and you have in your mind that that, you know, you don't even realize where you get this belief from. Right. So you have this thing, this play, this 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 track running in your head, which isn't allowing you to step into yourself and step into your pride and step into who you are. So so it's 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 been an incredible journey. And I I love that that's the moment that I connected with you because you're such a bundle of light and, and opening so much space for so many people and this is this is why this is why you're on my show this is why i have introduced you to everybody in all my audiences oh, hug me so, much. <laughs> so, so danny tell everybody about flying away fly anyway i the can't let me gather myself <laughs> sorry oh god <laughs> i think it's I, I think when you meet people when i, I just kind of want to say when you do meet people in those situations situations when you meet them in love yes powerful powerful things happen and I think that was what I learned at that time and it was a test for myself could I be could I hold space for anger directed at me that is righteous it might not belong to me personally but can I hold space for that person and the answer was yeah it was my job if this all I can do is hold space for that anger and say do you know what just if I could, if I could be the sounding board for that anger for now, while you're getting your thoughts in order, then please let me be your friend, and I love you, and I will accept that anger from you. And I think that was the really that was what I learned in that moment is yeah. how how do I do that? And it's painful for everybody. The whole thing is, you know, as people who believe that their allies suddenly realize that that again that they the the curtain is lifted and they can start to see, yes, actually what they've been privy to all along. Yes. And they didn't realise it. So on both sides, plaster's being ripped off and like all of this stuff. So that's really what I learned in, during that time is to how do you hold space for somebody who's angry? And the anger might not belong to you personally, but it still belongs to you. It's still yours. You still yeah. got to absorb some of it and understand how do you make things better. So, um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to say that. But um, the Fly Anyway Foundation, <laughs> something that's very exciting, is something that I've been wanting to create for the longest time, where if somebody 
had somebody like you, for example, somebody really inspirational like you or somebody like me had been able to look after me and really help me with my mindset stuff properly. Because I had to go and read books and audibles and stuff. There is a degree of having to do the work. But if I'd have had access to business services or like things like website design, branding, photography, because I'm clever. I'm very intelligent. I worked in corporate in an incredible job for years and years and knew how to build a business. But I was so on my knees that there was no way that I could afford to have a website built. There was no way that I could afford to barely, buddy, I could barely afford to feed myself and my kids. So what I've done is I've created a foundation, like a social enterprise, uh, where survivors of domestic abuse who are ready are able to come and access funds and support so that they can create the businesses that they really want. Yeah. So often when you are a survivor, you, you will want to create the new identity of yourself, not a different identity, but the the new improved and galvanized version of yourself and sometimes that involves like your work like what work do you want to do and survivors often serve as well so you'll often find that survivors will go on to be things like coaches or they'll help people but they they might not have access to brand photographers or business coaching or mindset coaching so what we're doing is we are creating and this is a call to action tonight um is we're creating a bank of ambassadors who are willing to either donate or discount their goods and services, because it won't be for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Yes. And then we'll have a pot of money that will fundraise so that, say, for example, you're a fledgling company and you're Mm -hmm. really incredible at what you do, but you really want to be an ambassador, we will be able to pay you for your goods and services. You know, we're able to support grassroots, because grassroots businesses are so important now more so than ever. So we'll have this pot of money that will be available for us to pay for business goods and services for survivors of domestic abuse and domestic violence who are wanted to build businesses so it's almost like that we get to hold hands and lift each other yes. up but we just beca- so become powerful. a hub yeah yes. so we become a hub of small businesses and medium-sized businesses and micro businesses and big businesses actually reaching out a hand to those people out there who are ready to create and, and allow them the space to do it and allow them the funds to do it as well yeah fantastic so I'm, I'm absolutely willing to promote that so when you're ready send me the links i will share with everyone um <laughs> and the last the last thing i guess is is to tell us about your book so so a, a little bit of story before we get to the book right so i think it was what a month ago maybe maybe just under two months ago danny just locked off her show and started <laughs> writing this book i have never seen someone turn around a book in what two weeks <laughs> yeah, well, it was three and a half if you add for procrastination. But yeah, it was it was a book a book in two weeks is what I did. <laughs> That's insane. So tell idiot. us tell us about your new book. So what I wanted to do, so I wanted to I wanted to create a book. I've got a little book which is like a how to. It's called Clothes Mouths Don't Get Fed. Right? It's just a it's tiny little book which is like a how to. So I'm a public speaking coach, but. Because I share my story as a motivational speaker about, well, really everything that we've spoken about this evening, you know, about my story, where I come from, and how, specifically, I overcame years of generational self-sabotage to go on to create, you know, a six-figure business in the online space and all of that. So, you know, all of the kind of the entrepreneurial, I've got a successful business, it's it's nice, it's good. Um, 
But I really had to do a lot of work on myself in order for me to do that. Because if you remember, people like us don't go on to yes. make a success of themselves, yeah. right? Exactly. So what I wanted to do was pull together like a mixture of an autobiography that fleshed out some of the talks that I give, that give a little bit more detail, a bit more background on why it is that I do what I do. And then, so tell the story of the last 12 to 18 months because they, that's when things have gone from that to this. Yes. Whereas now, you know, you know, I am asked to, you know, pass comment in the media on stuff. And I am, um, you know, I do have like sellout events now and it is just, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. So I wanted to do like, a like a, not a how to, but like a beginner's guide to getting out of your own flipping way. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought now more than ever, it's important because I think when you're in fear and a lot of people have been in fear this year and rightly so, because it, it, if I hear the word unprecedented one time, like I'll just, I'll yeah. vomit. But it's that, yes. It's that I wanted to give like a, like if I could give a survival guide, <laughs> yes, to, to at least introduce how to get out of your own way so that you can create success and and you you stand up and say I am the queen bee too, then yes. that's what I wanted to do. So that's the premise for the book. It's called I am the queen bee. How I overcome how I overcame self sabotage and how you can too. Wonderful. Any any closing notes from you, Danny, on how people can find you, how people can follow you, even get into your morning show? Tell tell my audience what um, they can do to so find you. If you would like to come and speak uh, with me and get ready for the day on the show at Wise Up Rise Up show, uh, applications are open on Friday. So please do give us a follow either, uh, you know, on Instagram or drop me if you're watching on LinkedIn, drop me a message on LinkedIn. Um, even though I'm not super active on LinkedIn, I am in my inbox there. So you can DM me and you can get in touch with me um, across the socials at the Queen Bee Danny. Um, and all of the kind of the kickoff info will be on there. So you can apply to come and be on my show from Friday. If you want to become an ambassador for the Fly Anyway Foundation, we'll be banging that drum from Monday onwards. Right. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's it. I think you just come come and get in my world. <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm working with you too, which I'm I just know, so excited. I'm, I'm insanely excited. As of so so as of last night, so don't don't judge my public speaking performance yet, okay? But as of last night, I am working with this woman to help me to be the best speaker I could be, which is so exciting. Like I can't I can't wait to get ripped into this. And and the journey, the journey has been incredible for me. I mean I, I can tell a little bit about that as well. But when I started in my business, I, I was afraid to be visible. I, I I was doing everything behind the scenes, right? I didn't want to be out there. And and that slowly changed, right? It slowly changed from around this time last year, but it really changed from around April when when, well, after I got over the shock of all my business going away after COVID, <laughs> I suddenly realized, hang on here. No, I, I, I need to show up here. I, I need to do something. I need to be, I need to be who I'm meant to be, right? I need to yeah. take up space. And, and it's taken me a while. Like it's been a journey over the last six months, but I would have never imagined going live on LinkedIn or on Facebook or whatever a year ago, right? Or it, it having a charting podcast. And, or having a charting podcast. It's crazy. No, the latest on the podcast, 17 countries now, 17 <laughs> charts. So it's 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 nuts. And top 10 in eight countries. Like seriously, it's it's nuts. And I, I would have never imagined stop that. It, but don't stop it because it's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I never would have imagined that that could possibly happen. And and that's been a journey of being prepared to put myself out there. And it's like it's not that I had any training, right? I just went I just did it and now now I'm going to improve those skills but yeah. but 
part of it is to just go, you know, it's, it's about the courage. And I like to say to people, you know, confidence is overrated. It's all about courage, right? It's yeah. all about standing proud in your courage and saying, hey, I'm out here and I'm imperfect, but I'm still yeah. going to do it. I'm still going to push on. And I think you, you embody that. Thank you. And that's the difference between people who make it in inverted commas. They're the people that are willing to do the thing that everybody else isn't willing to do. You know, that are willing to record that podcast and put it out there, that are willing to turn up live at eight o'clock every morning, that are willing to write the book, that are willing to spin all the plates of the incredible businesses that you run, that are willing to put themselves out there, invest in themselves. The people that are the confidence is it is a hat that you put on you know confidence <laughs> yeah. is knowing and acceptance of yourself confidence doesn't arrive one day people wait for confidence to arrive and it's yes. not it's a step that you take you take steps towards confidence yes absolutely so i hope we have inspired many people tonight if not tonight i hope they all watch it on the replay if you do watch it on the replay hit hashtag replay so that we know that you watched um and and you know we will post we will post um links so that you can follow danny etc so thank you danny for joining me this has been an absolute pleasure i love your energy you you lift my energy so it's always a pleasure to spend that time with you and thank you to everyone who's joined and asked questions and and interacted with us Thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you today by the Depot Virtual Service Hub. The Virtual Service Hub is our digital transformation strategy service that supports startups needing to optimize their processes and their performance to scale up for growth. We also help medium-sized firms in modernizing their operations and our services include sustainable strategy, analytics, and tech enablement. To find out more, contact Catherine Ann Byam on LinkedIn.